0: Moody A. a. gets And I can tell you from what we've heard I, heard, I think, think we're, we're gonna have a very I successful off season when it comes free ages. to in free agents. Welcome to the Nick Spade Podcast. Oh, yeah. Home of the I'm not mad, I'm disappointed dad vibes of Nick's Twitter sphere. Dougie Fresh, what's good?
1: Tibbs sold out, he went mainstream, he listened to Logic and Reason and Numbers, and he started Derrick Rose, and now he owes nothing but apologies to Alfred Payton, and also to Danny Payton, his mother, who tweets, how'd that work out for you? Hashtag (laughs) proud mama.
0: Feels good to hurt again. D-Boy, how you feeling? You're validated
2: extremely validated. Julius Randall is the clown that I've been saying he is all fucking year. All you little fanboy casuals can suck my dick.
1: This is the equivalent of winning a championship for D-Boy. These three <laughs> horrible games of Julius Randall. So satisfying for him.
0: Get the Photoshop out. We won a chip by doing this. Oh, that's sadness. I love it. You're saddest. Favorite Sad Knicks fan, Monty. Final score, Hawks <laughs> 105, Knicks 94. Walt Suit was an ayahuasca activist. The Knicks were sleepwalking in Atlanta. We're going to get into quick hits. Wow. A game that
2: feels like it fully exposed the Knicks, let's try to give out some awards. The Kaiden Randall, who's your daddy most valuable player, goes to the shortest man on the floor, the only guy who rivals Tibbs for worst comb over, Ice, Trey, Young. He made his 21 points and 14 assists look easy, as the Hawks preyed on the Knicks for the win. Rayford. The Like Icarus he has fallen award goes to the overhyped and out of sorts Julius Randall. He went two for 15 from the field. His field goal percentage is 24%, and he had more turnovers than three-pointers made for the third game in a row.
1: Overrated.
2: The Morpheus red pill goes to the one man that lies between the Knicks and extinction, Derek Rose. He played 39 minutes for the second time in three nights and dropped a 30-piece, the first time he's done that in the playoffs since May 10th, 2015.
0: MVP, MVP.
2: The Wilson Chandler Once a Nick, Always a Nick award goes to the one and only Danilo Gallinari. Clyde identified him as the X Factor in the pregame, and he did not disappoint, hitting all the four threes he took and scoring 12 points. And the sad stat of the game? In the first three quarters, the Knickerbockers had more free throws made than field
0: goals. This day in. Sad Knicks history, May 28th, 1994, Indiana 88, New York 68, Eastern Conference Finals Game 3, Knicks up 2-0, but fuck, we're going to blow this shit, aren't we? Jordan finally out of the way and we're going to blow this shit. 13 points in the third quarter, 16 in the fourth, Derek McKee scored a team-high 15 points and played 42 minutes, continuing a time-honored scrub-to-star tradition. handle Continue to struggle offensively for New York. Bogdanovich trying to break the ice. Got it!
2: He's got him now, Julius, and he's got the length to close any separation Julius creates. When the Knicks defied expectations over and over again this year, the delusions of our fan base grew. Vegas predicted 22 wins. Nobody saw Julius Randle coming. Derek, motherfucking Rose for the human flaming trash pile that is Dennis Smith Jr. Then we go on to finish 10 games over five hundred and get home court advantage in the first round. We should all be content with this team's legacy of going from biggest joke in the NBA to a highly competitive mid-tier squad with a real upside. But when you keep getting spoiled, you always want more.
0: I recently heard Gilbert Arenas call Knicks fans toxic. And it pissed me off And I was like, you're a fucking idiot. We're the best fans in the world. And I was like, oh my God, we are toxic. We don't know how to deal with success in New York without demanding success 24 hours a day available at the bodega in a smokable form.
1: Well said. Now, I'm going to say something right now that most Toxic Nick fans would call me toxic for saying. The reason I haven't felt totally satisfied with this year underneath it all, this team is built on Julius Randle. And I love what he's done up until now, up until these last three games. It's a bedrock foundation of a guy who's playing scared in the playoffs. What are we going to do? These
2: are the three most important games of Randall's season so far. They are the most important games he's played in his career, and he has not been able to step up. So if this continues, if he continues to strike out at epic rates, what does Randall's playoff performance mean to his legacy and the legacy of his season?
0: We need to cut Julius Randall in the offseason. Oh, you're Get rid of them, start Obi Toppin, continue the youth movement we thought we were going to get. Now I'm
1: being toxic again. The toxicity of this fan base is very real, but we're giving it to Julius Randle, who's had his first experience leading this team in the playoffs in his career. He's been in the league much longer than a lot of the guys on the team, but this is his first experience at the helm. RJ has also yet to show up. Are we giving RJ a mulligan that we should be giving to Julius Randle?
2: It's a fair question, but one is a 20-year-old and the other one is supposedly the best player, the veteran that's going to lead them through. Trey Young is 22 and he's putting on a fucking show. The point is is that Randall is not up to par with the other stars in the league and doesn't look like a guy Who can actually take that next step? We've been said this shit.
0: Check our catalog. We've been talking shit about Julius Randle, even when he was getting All-Star mentions, All-NBA mentions. We've been talking shit, okay? Check
1: the. So we're talking about legacy. We're saying that Randall is not the legacy piece as like the leader for the next 10 years of this team. He could be a leader. He could be a piece. Where does this season's success lie to you? Is it sustainable? Is it something we can build on with upgrades?
2: Well, I mean, we're going to have to pay through the nose to keep Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose has proven that he is still actually that guy. I mean, the things that he's doing right now and playing 40 minutes a game are fucking ridiculous. Obi Toppin has also showed the fuck up. Not always in big stats, but consistently making some of the biggest plays on the court every single night.
0: And I'm acting like this is a wash. We totally lost everything going. We should blow it up. We should... Uh, cut Randall in the offseason, but I watched that victory the other day twice. I stayed up till five in the morning rewatching <laughs> the game because I love this team. I want the best for them, and unfortunately, the best for them is probably not Julius Randall, probably not Reggie Bullock, probably not the vets getting the minutes that they get.
2: The biggest disappointment so far of the series to me is the drop off for RJ and quickly after game one. I mean, RJ didn't play that bad in game two, he just didn't get in in the fourth quarter, but Quickly's looked off. And we thought he was gonna be a killer, and it's really sad to see him so stressed out. And I wonder if that has to do with the limited minutes he's been getting this year, and now that the pressure's on, and Tibbs is fucking with the lineup, Quickly can't really get on, cause he's uncomfortable. And he could've gotten that time in regular season minutes.
1: This team needs to make an upgrade at the point guard position, regardless of what direction you go in. If you keep Derek Rose, he's a sixth man of the year candidate. I still don't I see still quickly having that ability win. to be a starting point guard in this league.
0: That.
1: Like that. That.
0: It's time for Blunt Talk. This is a Blunt Talk public service announcement. Yo fans. You're fucking wildin'. Hell, the world's wildin'. I get it. It's been 14 months. You've been locked up in your house apartment or shack in the woods. You're tired of your family. You're tired of your wife. You're excited about going and cheering your favorite team again. But check yourself, okay? You're trying to pour popcorn on an injured Russell Westbrook? He'll fuck you up with one ankle in real life. You're trying to spit at Trey Young. Yo, that's mad disrespectful. And if he throws a basketball at your face 100 miles an hour, you deserve it. And you can't keep it unracist. I'm looking at you, Boston. You're a bunch of cucks. Yo, if you think just because you bought a ticket to a game, you can do whatever the fuck you want, I hope that an NBA player comes through, knocks your bitch ass out, you come to, and he's fucking your wife and or mom, okay? Get it together, you cuck fans, before you ruin this for the rest of us non-idiots. We hope
2: you all enjoyed your Knicks, bait, And never forget that the lily-white and full of lukewarm takes, Wally Zerbiak, Never, never, ever played for the Knicks.